Welcome back to Beer and Ball. Packers fans, Aaron Negler here, joined by Billy Schmidt of 97.3 The Game. One of the voices on Packers OT. I would love to know, Billy, as All we right. launch into another week of Beer and Ball here, what were the post-game conversations like on Packers OT after the Bills loss on Sunday night? Because I'd love to get what like a taste of what you were dealing with. Because I know yeah. what I was dealing with. I would well, love to hear what you were dealing with. And I wonder if it was somewhat similar because it was – strikingly positive and optimistic right. for a game that nags they never felt like they were going to win right yeah, like never felt i like mean as a, it, right yeah like as a packer fan i mean we've watched how many different games where <laughs> you're a double digit favorite and you say okay mm-hmm. there's really no time that this game is in doubt and i don't think the game was really ever in doubt for buffalo but man it lasts like 10 12 minutes i mean like the 836 mark i think a lot of national broadcasts have made maybe there was a galvanizing moment <laughs> I don't know. I think some of it nags was a little bit of off coverage. I mean, any team's going to let you run the ball when you're up three touchdowns. No, no, um, no. But I think they were under center a lot more. I think they got a little confidence back and dude, you just got to get one and see how it goes. And there was a lot more of 100%. that than yeah. the sky is falling. Like there was a week before when you lose at the commies. Yeah. Well, which I think that is to be expected. I'm, I'm with uh, that sentiment in the sense of, you know, there were a lot of positives to take away from it. Um, it is interesting to listen to Aaron both post-game and then Wednesday at his locker and then Matt a couple times we've heard from him since the game ended. Really doesn't feel like they found religion when it comes to the running game. It was much more so, mm-hmm. yeah, we're just going to run the ball because that was the plan. And yeah. we lost Christian Watson, and that took us out of some of the stuff we wanted to do. And, okay, it worked, but dot, dot, dot. So, yeah, I'm not holding my breath thinking they're suddenly going to be leaning into their running Mm-mm. game, even though I think they should. Um, they will be fun to watch what transpires in Detroit because, look, this is a terrible defense. The, the Detroit Lions have a historically, really bad. Yep. historically bad defense, and they will move the ball, and they'll probably score some points. Um, I know Jamal Williams is undoubtedly chomping at the bit to mm-hmm. get in the end zone against his old team, but, man, this is a game where if there were ever a moment where – the Packers offense should coalesce and have maybe I'm not even expecting a complete game, but a game where they don't seem to completely uh, misfire uh, every other drive. Uh, this would be the one. I mean, you talk about the need for Amen. a get right game. You're in a controlled environment against one of, if not the worst defense in the league. And and yep. I'd say it, I don't always like to put just like a statistical landmark. Dude, just get to 30, right? Like right. just get to 30, right. feel good about yourself, get a W, mm-hmm. and there's no better team to do it against. All that Aaron Glenn yelling at Deuce McAllister uh, or Deuce Staley didn't really seem to do a <laughs> whole lot. Didn't seem to do a whole lot, in right. The, uh, right? In the preseason. I, I, Detroit is bad on the outside. Jeff Okuda has gotten better, that's for sure, but right. Aaron Rodgers have torched him a bunch See, of times the See, the, but there but, is the problem. They're going to mm-hmm. see that, and they're going to think, okay, Let's now's our out. time to shine. Let's spread it out. Let's and, air it out. And I wonder some of that, Nags, was I, I agree to an extent. You can't win in the NFL right now running the ball like 65% of the time consistently. I think you still got to stretch true. the ball downfield. You definitely can win th- running it 45 to 50% of the time. I very much agree. Where they have to get to. Yep. And, and I think that part of it, from the biggest thing that I thought in the run game was they were under center uh, totally on right. early. So it was so surprising. And I, I think not ready for that. And I wonder if some of that was more of, if anything, what they unlocked because they just haven't run, been able to block up any play action. 
No, well, and this is my point. Like, you were Mm -hmm. just talking about needing to throw it downfield. I know that's what Aaron said after the game, and I think Matt kind of reiterated that. Well, guess what would help this particular team? I'm not saying in general in a vacuum, but this particular Packers team, you know what would help them throw the football down the field? Being able to marry the run with the pass and utilize their play-action game a little bit more. And, like, to the point of – I heard a lot. I think you just mentioned it, too, about, oh, well, the Bills were playing soft in the second half, et cetera. I don't know if it was so much they were playing soft. They were certainly playing a lot of too high, mm-hmm. which we've yeah. seen the Packers refuse to run the ball against basically Very this whole true. season. Very I mean, true. just the week before against mm-hmm. the Washington Commanders, both Lou, uh, Matt and Aaron both said, oh, they played almost predominantly, you know, cover two or a too high shell throughout the entire game. And you know how to beat that. Go. But they refused to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Well, they finally decided, hey, look at all this too high. We'll run the ball. And they showed they can do it. And I'll tell you what. Man, as an offensive lineman, you had got to be excited about all the the uh, counter action that we saw. Amen. The power blocking. That's against the number one defense in the league. That's against a really formidable front. And well, they and, handled their business. And when you can get Josh Myers out in some space and let him yes, move, dude yes. can dude can maul some people. I thought Zach Tom played really, really well. I think they definitely, and just to echo what Matt and Aaron have talked about, Dude, I think they definitely had some of that play action lined on up yeah. for Christian Watson to try to stretch yeah. that defense and take some, no take a couple of big shots. And they've they've just missed that part of it, being able to take a big shot a and yep. play into that run game. The other part of it, Nags, and and I want I wholeheartedly believe this is part of the reason they have not run the ball as much as they should or we expected them to. They have not played from ahead at all. Oh, right? yeah. like I mean that's for sure. Definitely. And, Right. As as simple of an argument or an excuse, whatever you want to call it, as that is, you got to play from ahead to kind of wear into a defense, lean in, and then complementary wise, give your defense a little bit of confidence, let them play a little bit more aggressive. So they got to figure out what's going on with their first fifteen more than anything else. I think in the offense because that's where that's where they've gotten fat each of the last two years. Yes. is getting out in front of teams mm. and then being able to play their kind of ball. I think they can still win games and dictate the pace a little bit more. When they play from ahead, they haven't been able to get ahead at all, and that's the biggest problem, I think, with the scheme right now. Yeah, I think that's that's certainly um, a, a major component. It's interesting to hear you talk. like um, The Zach Tom thing is interesting because I had so many people being like, oh, well, he's not a guard because of a couple plays early in the game yeah. where he does get pushed back. He gets pushed into Aaron's lap. There's no doubt about it. He misses a block, etc. It's a rookie on the road, his second start ever in a new position from the one he played the week prior. Mm-hmm. As the game went along, he got better and held up really, really well. I thought, yeah. that was, like, to your point, I thought that was a really strong performance from a guy, again, who's been moved around a whole hell of a lot and Amen. has been thrown into the fire now two weeks in a row as a starter at different positions. And the offense has looked better than it has throughout the entirety of the season. Now, that's a pretty low bar, but they've shown that they can at least operate with him out there. Well, and I don't remember him playing a ton of left guard uh, in 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 practice. In camp? No, I remember right side a little bit, but I don't remember that side. Left tackle, yep, and And, I think right guard, yep. Yeah, and and to, to the point about Tom, we want these dudes to be robots and not be able to blend into the moment. At right. one point, Nags, he woke up starting the game, realizing 90 minutes before he's starting the game, <laughs> right. and on the first series that he misses that block that causes yep. the sack, I think it was on second down, Yep, he's looking at Ed Oliver and Von Miller on the other side. <laughs> I mean, like, at right. some point, we're not robots here, yep. and you see yep. a cat that is 
future first ballot HOF. And I watched when I was in middle school. Right. There's a, there was a moment there, I think, where the lights got to him a tick. And then to your point, he settled in and played some good ball late. In the absolutely. Game. Absolutely. And I thought the whole line did. I thought you know, Yash had a good game, though. I think Vaughn got him once or twice, but yeah. not to major consequence other Miller, than the right? fourth like, one. Yeah, of course Von Miller's going to get you. And of course, Von Miller's only over there because he can't get a sniff against Bakhtiari. Absolutely Nothing. shut him down. Mm-hmm. So it's like these are all positives. And I get the idea that you know it's going to be a week-to-week thing and they're not going to completely lean into the running game. But to your point, man, they got to get it to a, like a, at least like a 40 45% clip. You got to get I it mean, with They absolutely way, have to. And they got to get Aaron Jones the ball the way they did in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so explosive. He showed it. And it was funny watching Aaron in his locker yesterday kind of sheepishly say, you know, we're human. We see things and we hear things. And we we finally got the ball to Aaron Jones. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, that was awesome. And look, that it worked. Wasn't that awesome? awesome? Eight weeks. <laughs> like, what? But what to, to the point about that as well, I thought A.J. Dillon had one of his better games yes. in a while. Oh, there were so many runs. Pads, and that's I, dude, huge I'm, for him. On watch party, there were so many runs where I was like, the C was angry that day because he was just like running angry and running into dudes and yep. running with a purpose and just like looking to hit somebody. I loved that. That Yes, I think. And not just in the running game, also in the passing game. Like that swing pass early on when he just oh, yeah. puts his foot in the ground and is like, all right, I'm going to get me eight yards. Yeah. <laughs> It's so good. Need that from him if, if you're going to yes. be able to establish the other part of it. And before we get off of the offense, mm-hmm. uh, Josiah DeGuara, yes. Samari Toure, I think, Shout is getting the, the lion's share of the, oh, that was the dude Aaron was talking about needs to play more. Yeah. Dude, Josiah DeGuara played. Might have been like, Josiah, what, like too. 65% of the snaps? He I was mean, out there 30 snaps, yeah. It was all, all, all season long. All season 100%. long, throwing blocks, running nice little routes where he was open. If you can just mm-hmm. step into the throw. Yeah. That's that's something there. Come on now. Uh, I'm I'm in. I'm in on Josiah Deguara. T- you talk about the physicality. It's so funny that you know when he was drafted, people kind of made fun of the selection because uh, what oh, position me included position yep. wise, it's like mm-hmm. was well, he a fullback, H back? What is he? Blah blah blah. I'll tell you what he was on Sunday night. He was a fucking dominator. And yeah. if you get that every time he's out there, bring me more of that. I loved the physicality he played with, and I think he's been leading to that. I didn't. I have not seen him be that physical in a game. I think Mm-mm. in his career, like this was kind of an arrival moment. I think if he can continue if that now, that's the standard as Matt always says, right? Like yeah, that's, now you got to play. Now there you got to do that every time you're out there, but if yep. he can, Oh baby, they got something there. Then he's going to be out there. Holy Dude. Crap. I was, Oh, I was so in that camp of making fun of that draft pick because it was like, <laughs> they're going to draft a Kyle Juszczyk player. Right. Kyle Juszczyk right. came from Harvard. I believe was a seventh or undrafted free agent yep. cut like two or three times let's worry about that tomorrow <laughs> let's get on somebody that's three, gonna play right? today yep, on day yep, two but yep. to the point man he he finds his way he might be goody's best third round pick who knows I'm def- i mean that's a low bar but as we all know but <laughs> hey another another third round pick uh amari rogers amari rogers waking did some stuff bit. in that game waking up a little bit i you know i know i think people will always be predisposed to kind of dismiss any contribution amari makes unless he suddenly goes on some humongous productive like run, which I don't expect yeah. in this offense mm-hmm. and where he's situated career wise, but it was nice to see him get a few more catches and contribute again. And look, man, you just keep getting in the right spot and making those plays and good things will come to him. And now that's a couple weeks now in a row where he's contributed, you know, and that's, I'm yeah. not, I don't need him to put up the monster numbers. I don't need him to make highlight plays mm-hmm. like we saw from Dobbs, although a one or two would be nice, but you know, the fact that he's contributing. All right. That's that, that's what they're going to need. And that segues into 
you're talking about Toure, Deguara, um, Amari Rogers, etc., mm-hmm. all kind of coming to the fore. Well, they're going to have to now, and they're going to have to continue to do so, given that the Packers did not make a move at the trade deadline. I know lots of people wringing their hands, lots oh, yeah. of people Can't upset wait. my mentions. Uh, I, I What's funny to me is, like, all leading up to it, I read kind of all around the blogosphere, if you will, but a lot from the local media, how one wide receiver is going to fix what ails this team and blah, blah, blah. Now that they didn't make the move and they didn't bring in anybody, it's like, oh, they left Aaron Rodgers out to dry. They've closed the window. Like, well, which is it? Like, I understand. Yeah, pick that. one. I, but sure. what's, what's crazy to me is, of course, the, the context is that Brian did offer a second round pick to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Steelers mm-hmm. said, nah, we'll take the Bears pick because we think they're going to be worse. It's like exactly what happened with the Khalil Mack trade. Yep. With exactly. the Raiders. Now, the Raiders chose incorrectly. Hopefully, the Steelers chose correctly. But it's just funny to me how it's all this kind of do or die, black or white. And there's no nuance or idea of, well, you know, there actually was activity here. And they did make an attempt. And they were other calls that they made. But yeah, like making a move just to make a move. I get that would have like quelled the masses a little bit. But. It's not how you build a winning football team. Like, no, don't get that. Those lottery ticket things that could come on into fruition and and make some sense. That was Kadarius Tony. And that one went a week and a half ago, right? Like, and apparently they made a call on them. Yeah. And and I think they were in there. Put that out there. I think they tried to probably pry Elijah Moore out of there, but they're not going to let him go. And again, I don't love going and trying to acquire cats that are crying for the ball when their team's winning. Right. right? Like, that's one thing that I hate personally with you. in football like your team is finally winning you've been a dumpster fire for eight years and now you're on the ball in two you're not games and ball. i'm gonna be pissed yep. like that's just not that's not how you play ball no but 100 with you on that claypool's an interesting option because i think he showed early in his career why people thought he should have been a higher pick because i think he was a yep. third rounder out of notre yep. dame yep and ever since then i haven't seen him go up and get the football the same way they don't throw – I mean, they throw deep balls. He said we need to throw more go balls. Packer mm. fans aren't going to like that. Like, <laughs> right. there was – there are things to like about it. And then for a second-round pick, I wonder how much of it nags weighed upon – they traded two second-round – they used two second-round picks on the wide receiver spot this year, mm. and they said we are not as an organization doing that again. However, they did. They they offered it up. They made the offer. And yep. I, I get the – I would have liked Jerry Judy more than – yeah, I've, heard, I've gotten a lot of people saying that. Why is that? Why would you prefer Judy? Because from what I've seen and heard is that he's really super inconsistent, has questionable hands, and has an attitude problem. Has well, questionable hands. That yep. doesn't feel like a guy that is going to gel with Aaron Rodgers for the second half of one but season. But his man, you know I mean? his route tree, I think, could at least mimic what they want and need. And that's fair. To that part, I think on like the crossing routes to help Jordan. Once right. he would potentially take over, oh, I think that works better than Chase Claypool demanding you throw the ball 25 yards down the field and then, you know, signaling first down when your team's in a <laughs> two minute drill and costing yourself the game, then blaming it on the that, offensive lineman. I'll that is never, still that was part the of the Vikings, biggest reason right? I didn't want him there. That yes. was against the Vikings. Thursday night right? football against the Vikings. I'll yep. never forget that play. I'll never I, forget it. I died laughing. Homeboy was like peacocking the fact that he got a first down in a two minute drill, clock running. Down eight in Minnesota, you got a chance and, for a comeback win, and you're and, and you're strutting your stuff. Then has the audacity to blame it on the offensive uh, lineman and to get the 
out of here, dude. We're trying to win. Oh, my God. So that sullied the waters on Chase Claypool for your boy over here. So I'm not as frustrated. Um, We talked about this yesterday, uh, Mike Heller and I did, that I'm still more frustrated, Nags. And, I mean, if we really want to be revisionist and keep going back. Let's do it. Let's drill down, baby. I'm still way more upset about the fact that Odell Beckham Jr. wasn't a Packer last year when it wouldn't have costed you draft capital. So, I mean, if we're going to – if we're They tried. They tried. What are they going to do? They had no money. As far as money, they could have. Hey, I have no money. No, I know. Let's let's weave on in there. Wanted to live in L.A. He didn't want to go to Green Bay and freeze his ass off. You know that. Definitely not for the vet minimum. We all knew that. We all knew that. So I mean, maybe find a little something for your boy. But hey, I feel you. I feel that. That's the one to me. Or as I look here in first take, showing a highlight of AJ Brown. uh, I didn't. I didn't know he was available for a first round pick. If I would have known that, that would have been the move to make. Can't can't go and make a move, you know, eight months ago. So no, no, you can't play cannot. with the boys. Guys, got. That's what they got. and now we come. Now we come full circle. The boys and the men who are on the squad currently are the ones who are going to have to keep improving and mm-hmm. carry the load. And again, if they run the ball and and operate on offense as their personnel would dictate, they should. I think they can do it. I think they can move the ball and score a bunch of points. But if they want to spread it out and play like they've been playing the last three, four years, then I think they're in for a more rude awakenings. The one final part of it, Nags, that I think they got to – Rodgers has pushed it a couple of times with uh, Romeo Dobbs, the play with some confidence, keep playing yeah. with confidence. Right. I think that's for the entire offense. Yep. They start playing with just a tick more confidence. I don't see why they can't I agree. figure things out, but I agree. they do need to play more confidently. Yeah. And that starts with kind of getting your feet into the ground and running the ball and gaining yes. some yards. Well, early, if you're an offensive lineman, what do you want to do? Do you want to fire off the ball the and face. punish the yep. dude across from you? Or do you mm-hmm. want to keep retreating down after down after down? And let's get Elton and Dave to, to play a whole game together. Oh God, just once. Just one game. One just full game. Once. Feel really good about it. I am worried about Dave's psyche going back into that building. Because I, I, I got to admit, like it's really kind of weighed on my mind, and hopefully not weighing on his at all. But I do wonder about the fact that that was the one action he got last year. He got the what the twenty-two snaps or whatever it was, and about they came out of that, and he was like, "Oh, this doesn't feel right." And ever since then, it's been, it's felt pretty damn mental, you know. As far as yeah. a couple weeks ago, he's fine all week in practice. Saturday mm, doesn't feel good, and then Sunday he's out for the game, you know. And look, only he can answer those questions. But oh, 100%. But this is a building where, you know, he was supposedly making his triumphant return and it turned out to be a curtain call. You know, I just, I really hope, I really hope he just gets in there and just blows him out. Man, the, blows the doors open. Yeah. Because he does. I mean, can dude, he absolutely break Von Miller on, on Sunday night? That was that, amazing. Dude, that flea flicker is exactly the play action that you're waiting for. And I think subconsciously, Aaron was not going to trust it as much until yeah. he saw Dave back there yep. absolutely locking up a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, so good. That was so great. good. All right, it's been fun talking about the offense. Now we got to talk about this defense. Who, oh, goody. Who just needs to shut up and play. I mean, if That's I That's a good see, way to put it. I mean, I'm so sick of these guys chirping and strutting and doing their thing. And look, I'm all for confidence. I'm all for mm-hmm. growing. I get, I get you make a big play, you get to celebrate. I'm all in on that but all the extra stuff we saw on Sunday night. And then they just look like kids playing against their dads in the backyard. I mean, just shut up and play, especially if you're going to play so charm and soft. How many times do we have to see these kind of chicken wing 
thrown into a ball carrier. Okay, well, that didn't get him down, and the guy goes for another 10, 12 yards because you can't make a tackle. Looking at you, Darnell Savage. Oh, God. Like, that, that, one across, that one along the sideline of Josh Allen just oh, sidestepping him. That like, one's bad. That one's oh bad. But there's another one where he's got the ball carrier legit in the A-gap, and he just is down at the line of scrimmage. Should be like a one-yard gain. Completely whiffs on the tackle, and mm-hmm. the guy is off to the races. Yep. I mean, can't have it, man. Cannot have it. Uh, the uh, the Dan Orlovsky tweet that got all the run of all the first and second round snaps that they've right. had out there. I mean, I don't know when that becomes scouting, coaching, development. Oh, come on. Or just Wait, it's, execution. It's, 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 it's always a marriage, right? It's always both. It's got to be something but, in here. But, but holy cow. There's no way you can tell me Joe Barry's putting in these guys in the best position down in and down out. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean? the next part is scheme. I mean, and that's where I'm, I'm just kind of scratching my head. Because we saw a very aggressive, very physical defense this summer. Albeit mm-hmm. against the Packers offense was trying to find its way. I get all that. But they did the same thing to the Saints when the Saints came to town. Yeah, who also might stink on ice. Yeah, they might, that's that's not, not yep. so great. But we saw physicality. We saw speed. We saw aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. I don't see any of that nope. Sunday to Sunday. You know, and at that's, all. That's the weird one of you talk about them playing confident, but it seems like they're trying to get themselves confident, right? right. Like real defenses walk in with. They know. Con- the Seattle defense knew they were going to give up maybe one touchdown. Right. You were going to score maybe three times. You were going to have to work your ass off to score that touchdown. Yep. And yeah. and this Packer defense feels like, hey, we should be there. Yep. You would think. totally. Yep. Would totally. Think. But that's not that's not confidence saying, oh yeah, we're we're pretty much there. Well, we're, what we're sucks? Like that. We're what sucks is like it's, like it's the what, what the problem is for me is like it's the same fucking problem they had under Petten, which they don't seem at all concerned about, which is the run defense. Like, it's all well and good to have all this talent on the back end. But if a team knows, and I underline, italicize, knows that they can run the ball on early downs and put themselves in second and short or third and short, third and manageable, whatever, they've got their whole fucking playbook open to them on second down. Again and and again and again. Because you refuse, for whatever reason, to address the run defense. Well, and but that's the part of it. Like, player player acquisition-wise, right, Gudikins, I don't know how much. I think the horses are there. Right, I, I don't know how much more he can. I don't know how much more he can, can we, lay on was out it you here. Who said this? Can we see T.J. Slayton and Kenny Clark together on an early down just Lock once in our one time. damn lives? Mm-hmm. Devontae Wyatt was brought in to help the running because I, in early I downs. Promise we you, seen him in those. I promise you teams are going to have trouble running on that. I promise you. And but I just don't get it. I don't get, the, I don't get that rotation at all. Well, and, and they want it. I mean, Dean played really well last year, but he has mm-hmm. not particularly played. He has not. He has not uh, played well the same way. He this has not year. played to that level this year. There's and no doubt about it. Jaron Reed, I thought, started out white hot. I agree. Um, has he has, he has fallen down. off. Yeah, he has slowed down, down. No question about it. They so, need him to bring it up a tick. No doubt. So, like, they need to be able to click on all cylinders up front. But, dude, they have way too much talent to still be giving up easy chunks in the run game. It's beyond frustrating, and that's it is where beyond frustrating. That's where at some point, yeah, at some point, maybe it is the scheme. And, now, uh, but here's the other thing, though. It's like, but, but there are levels to it, right? Like the, yeah, biggest, no doubt. The, the biggest run that Barkley had in London was because Darnell Savage messed up his can, like angle. Mm-hmm. And exactly. It, it got blown up and uh, went for 40 plus yards. And thank God Adrian Amos is there to clean it up. But it's like 
even when the people up front are doing it. And even if they do it, you've had up until like two weeks ago, Quay Walker overrunning stuff or being out of mm-hmm. position or getting a race by a, you know, a, a center or a guard Assistant on the second coach level. on the sideline. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Let the young God. man live. He Dang apologized. It, Come oh on now. That, that was Come on, Quay. It was unfortunate. No oh, it was it was extremely unfortunate, Nags, because somebody on this podcast had uh, a plus six and a half on the over for Quay Walker tackles, oh, and he gets no. ejected in the middle of the second quarter with six. Well, next, you're going to tell me you play DFS. What are you doing? Oh, absolutely, do. <laughs> I, I gamble. I play way too much fantasy football. Yeah, I play daily course. fantasy. I oh, put God. way too much money on these games, but I love it. I can't uh, stop. It's because you don't have children. That's why you don't. You, Not yet. You don't no. even know. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know, my friend. <laughs> Let court. me live just one last time. I know you. You are. You are. Oh, that. That's. Uh, you're in but, line. This is true. Back in the day, do you ever see the movie Lost in Translation mm-mm. with Bill Murray, um, the Sofia Coppola film? There's a scene where he and Sofia Coppola are just lying on the bed, just talking, and Bill Murray, you know, is an older man with children, and he says to her at one point, he says, "You know, you don't understand. Like, you don't get it. Like, when you have children, your life, as you know it, is over." and my wife at the time my wife and i were there and we we burst out laughing because we had legit gotten a sitter so we could go out blah 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 for sure and, and then so we, we got after the movie we go out i'll, I'll go to go to the bathroom i'll see you back out in the lobby whatever and my ex was in the the bathroom and she said a woman came up to her who apparently was sitting in front of us we didn't even see or know or whatever she was pregnant and she was like i couldn't help but notice you and your husband laughing at that line about the world your life being over and carolyn was like well i hate to tell you but he's right he ain't like, lying see as many movies as you can right now <laughs> so i'm saying like place your daily fantasy bets now my friend every Get it single all out. bit of it you want everything you Get want before this Get pile of diapers that you just stacked up on just uh, you, on man. out and you don't have any more you. any more freebies so okay let yeah, me get amen. brass tax here brass tax what how are you feeling about this game on sunday i mean i oh, know good. the packers this mm-hmm. is a game they should win but they have lost a whole bunch of games they should have won already this year how are you feeling about sunday in detroit um well and more importantly they've lost a lot of games that they should have won to this team or played poorly in a lot of games they should have yeah. Yeah. blown the doors off this yes. team in particular. Correct. Um, I actually, I feel very, very good about it. I, I think the Packers are going to be able to move the ball and control the ball. And I think that's the part of the confidence that they need to know that they can control the ball and then cash in in the red zone, right? Like, because right. they've had long drives. Yeah. Mags, they've had, you know, seven, eight play drives in this stretch mm-hmm. that they just haven't finished, right? They don't have the that Detroit- lightning quick kind of strike capability that we've all kind of got had gotten used to so for so long under Aaron for Rogers. so long there's and, no doubt and Megs I love Detroit Lion fans I really I do, do. too oh I my gosh really yes. Do. yes I want nothing but good things for them every other week starting they, after this week yes. everything starting yep. after this week and Correct. except for eight week 18 like yep. every year I yep. like the people I'm in Honolulu right, blue I really right do. there with you right it's there gonna, with you I think it's gonna be a tough weekend for them uh I, I think I think Michigan is the only bright spot they have right now. <laughs> half of them like Michigan State, right. and I think they get beat right. by like seventeen this weekend. I really Yikes. think it's a. I think it's a twenty-seven ten Packer get right finally. Wow. Finally, ten. Wow. Finally, I don't know. I, I'm not. Finally, I don't, I don't share that level of confidence. I feel pretty confident that they get right this game, but man, I don't know. I, I t- put me down more for like a thirty-one twenty-eight victory for the Packers. Ooh, that's, but that's, that's no cover, Nags. I, yeah. Are you surprised? This team? This team. 
Don't tell me you're surprised. No, this we're nine weeks into this, Billy. No, this that's not a surprise at this point. This is the most frustrating and non-wagerable Green Bay Packers team of my lifetime. It's so frustrating. So disappointing. What I love is at the beginning of the year they have all those like betting odds and like uh, uh, the trends, right? And historical, like what they've done against the spread. None of that has mattered this year. Mm -mm, Nothing. A single thing hasn't been bupkis. They're going to put up a whole new wing in Las Vegas on the strip <laughs> just because of what we've all lost this year. Oh, I love it. Hey, man, house always wins. Can't that's wait whole, to go visit it, though. That's the whole point. That's the yep. whole point, brother. <laughs> all right. That's Billy Schmidt. Make sure you listen to Packers OT 97.3, the game. That is the oh. official flagship right of Packers Radio Network. That's still pretty dope, right? Oh, the it's amazing, dude. You work for the flagship. Come on now. Come the, on. the craziest thing is, Nags, and, and I've said this a couple of times, that when you walk into the stadium and you see like the name of yes. it up there. Yes. And then the fact that as you know, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we should drew Olson, very astute, long time journalist doesn't <laughs> want to do it, but we're supposed to wear a, a shirt that has a Packer G on it during the game at the game. I mean, you, that are, work, might, you are working for the flagship, uh, working Packers. for the flagship of the Packers. And that's the coolest part because that press box is always so stale Yes. And quiet, yes. and you yes. can't do a thing in there. Nope. But every once in a while, guy in the Packers is just fist pumping. <laughs> and people think that's a little weird. People think I'm doing something different. I'm just giving. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Way in the I, back row. I mean, nothing beats Elliot Wolf on a on a road trip. But that is oh that is, amazing. That is good. That's good stuff. I will say, I do. The one thing I miss about being in the press box is just just the fact that there were so many. There are so many great people in there week after week. Oh yeah, covering the Packers on a regular basis. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. It and is great the most, do that. it is by far eggs and you can speak to it probably a lot more than I can. It is the most personable press box, like home press box. Oh, the Packers, yes. the Packers beat. And also for the most part, it is 1000% the one that gets along the best. Like, I mean, I think it's oh, a comparative little bit to other towns now, no doubt. but yeah, yeah compared yeah. to other towns, people actually sit and talk to each other. Yep. At the, the lunch table. It's cool. It's yep. not even like yep. high school. Oh, and the fact that it's the Lee Remmel press. I mean, come on. You're talking Amen. about the, the legend that is Amen. Lee Remmel. That that alone is like makes it hallowed ground. All right. Well, hopefully the Packers do get right this weekend. Um, we'll be back regardless next week with some more beer and ball. Uh, Billy, thanks so much, brother. And more Can't beer. Wait to talk to you next week. More. Hey, salute, brother. More salute. beer, less coffee. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, you. you you can't drink all day unless you start before noon. That's what I'm Amen. talking about. Let's do it. We'll talk. We'll talk next week. Thanks a lot, Bill. Later, brother.